district, you know the Pope listens. Dynasty, our religion, for the blokes missing. On all of these trades, on all of these plays, on all of these grades. By the end of the day, y'all getting played. So, what you gonna do next? Try to fill up that flex? Send the homie a text? That trash offers the best? You try to make it complex? Then they text you back, now all of a sudden they don't make any sense? <laughs> Broaden your horizons, boy. Dynasty's not for the Simons, boy. These trades not for consignment, boy. Respect your opponent, y'all some piranhas, boy. This my advice from me to you. Open up your cute little podcast queue. Search up G-O-A-T District, my dude. Pop it in your ear, man. Y'all know what to do. It's the... And I always be traded. And I always be traded. Traded. And I always be trading. Y'all try to betray them, but first you gotta bait them. Bait bait fish, fish. What is up, Fantasyland? Welcome to another <laughs> Dan Shrunk. Dan yeah. Shrunk since the last episode. Guys, welcome to another Thursday tailgate where Dan and I, the overhyped sleeper, go through obviously fantasy related, but looking at waiver wire results, especially from the FFPC. We're going to be looking at tonight's game um, between Green Bay and Detroit. And then we go into some player news, injury updates, anything else fun we can get ourselves into. Dan, we have a lot to get to it. Welcome to all the new people. Make sure you smash that subscribe button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and to the podcast uh, on your favorite platform. And um, let's start with waiver wire, Dan. The FFPC, obviously, you start with $1,000 in bid money at the beginning of the year. That's myffpc.com, guys. And, you know, we're, what, week four? Some pretty big bids go off this week, Dan, for some players. Uh, I started us off in one of our or in our high stakes leagues. Start with a little lesser guy, DJ Shark. Pretty nice snipe, Dan. I had my my uh, my Kendry Moore Miller snipe and you had your DJ Shark here off by a dollar. I was off by two. That's pretty sweet. Fifty eight. And the next bid was at fifty seven. So you got us a little DJ Shark. Not bad for depth at receiver. Kendrick Bourne or Kendrick Bourne um replaces juju on our dynasty depot but got us josh palmer dan in our main the main that you and i drafted in um vegas together live paid 403 the next bid was 301 also got ourselves a, a little par parnum uh pros versus joe's also got him at 304 next bid was 283 and 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 and, and do you know who bid 283 on, no, uh, that's pros uh, versus Joe's. It, yeah, it, uh, it it might be another sometime member of this podcast. Uh, one Andrew Schellenberg. Andrew, I thought so. Yeah, yes, that's so hilarious. That 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 felt especially good. You know, it's it, it's always nice to win over <laughs> by a small amount, but when you can do it over, you know, somebody who's a rival of yours in a league, then it, it's, it's even better. And we love Andrew, but uh, also in a lot of places he's our rival so you know that's the way it goes for sure for sure that's it right we play on sim on the same team in some leagues and we play against each other in in other leagues so in the pros versus joes we've got uh andrew is the nemesis and he missed so we're happy to get uh add ourselves a little palmer and we also got him dan in an f uh fantasy pros championship that we share uh again pretty good 358 the next bid was 251 um any comments on any of those guys or no, I think, uh, you know, 
Basically, it was a lot of uh, you know a lot of people going after Josh Palmer. That was uh, one of the big, highly available people. Um, other than that, it was mostly uh, you know just kind of finding random uh, players that had been dropped in your leagues. Like uh, Theo and I, hit, we had one league, uh, a main where uh, FFPC main where somebody had dropped Adam Thielen, and we were able to pick him up. Uh, me nice. and Theo and Andrew share of varsity. Um, and that league, somebody dropped Marvin Mims, and you know we came away with Mims. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dumped dump the truck for that one. Back the truck up for that one. Yeah. We, we bid 700 The uh, next highest bid was like 400 and something. And you know what? I regret nothing. Nothing. I no regret regrets. Nothing. <laughs> no, you can't regret. You can't regret with no, the blind I, bids, I, man. Because, I, I, you know, basically, that's, that's a bid where you set it where you're like, you know what? I want to set this bid where if I lose the guy... I still feel okay with myself that I put in, you know, the best bid that I possibly exactly. want to. But you don't want to sit there and, and, you know, try to fine tune it and say, well, I think, uh, you know, might, he might go for about 450 and you bid, you know, 460. And then somebody comes in with 473 and you're heartbroken because you're like, I would have paid up to $700 for him. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's, that's the way you got to think about it. And then uh, in uh, a, um, an FFC uh, league and, uh, Rotowire online challenge. Uh, Theo and I also picked up a um, Elijah Moore share of all things. Somebody dropped him last week. So nice, nice. Yes. We picked up Brandon Cooks. Uh, the four of us in an FPC. Uh, Donald Parham. I, I plugged in a few spots where I needed tight end. Um, just guys not panning out. Kate Otten's a guy that I picked up off uh, for an FPC. Michael Gallup for a triflex. I was happy to get him. Um, and then Rondell Moore. Uh, so just some of the names that we got, some of the prices we paid for. Of course, uh, you know, you're taking shots early, I think, uh, Dan, a lot of the time in these these leagues because you need to get the points early. You know, you need to get ahead early in a lot of these contests especially. So you, you want to kind of take your shots earlier, and we've had some pretty good opportunities so far this year. Yep, absolutely. So let's look at tonight's game. Um, Detroit goes to Green Bay. This spread, I believe, it's it keeps moving towards, which I, I told you, was it, like it seems odd to me, but um, keeps moving towards Detroit. So it's plus 125 or minus 125 Detroit. And now it is uh, on DraftKings that they're minus two, two and a half uh, Detroit, our favorite. And the over-under is at 45. So, I mean, we can get into the game itself, then maybe uh, let's talk about some specifics first with regards to uh, some of the players. So David Montgomery, um, questionable. Let me pull up my, uh, my bookmarks here, Dan. I've got, you know, a little bit on each guy here. Um, well, of course, I'm not. Uh, here we go. Sorry, guys. All right. So David Montgomery. He, he is uh, active tonight. So He is active. Uh, yep. So he is definitely, uh, well, he's definitely able to play. Um, I assume they will play him. I assume this is not one of those, uh, we're going to make him active and then just have him uh, sit on the sidelines the entire time. Um, I've got, I've heard no indications that that would be the case. So I, I think if you got David Montgomery, you just put him out there. Um, if you normally would, if he's normally on your bench, you just leave him on the bench. Yeah, uh, thanks Thanks for jumping in, Dan. Basically, if you follow the, the GOAT district, uh, Twitter or X account, Dan, I guess it is now. Uh, injury update eight hours ago, we put out that David Montgomery and Aaron Jones were both playing. What happened was Tom Pulis Pulisario, 
Pelissero, um, initially said that Montgomery wasn't playing and then came back um, with a correction, basically saying that not only is he playing, but he's going to be the lead back um, against the uh, the Packers. So that's some good news if you've got DeMont and Aaron Jones also, Dan, playing, I believe, Jones and Watson um, returned. But I believe it was... I believe they're similar in the sense that it was going to be a game time, wasn't it? We'll get right back to this high win rate fantasy football content right after this word from our sponsors. And we're back. Yeah, I mean, they were, they were talking about both this game time, but it, the news was pretty much out a couple days ago that the plan was that they were going to play tonight. So, yeah. uh, you know, them being active is not a big shock. Um, you know, if you recall last week when we were talking about them, I thought that there was a pretty good chance that they were going to sit last week because of the fact that they had a Thursday night game and it was a uh, game inside the division. Uh, you know, so I... I think they got them warmed up for this one. Uh, we are hearing that Christian Watson might be a little bit limited. I have not heard anything like that on uh, Aaron Jones. Uh, I'm firing up my Aaron Jones pretty much everywhere. Christian Watson, uh, you know, if I've got a strong receiver options, I actually have him on the bench in a few places. But if he's one of the, you know, if it's one of those leagues where I've been dying for him to come back, uh, he's definitely my lineup because, you know, sometimes you just got to take a shot with uh, somebody who can put up a lot of points in a hurry. Yeah, I mean it's you know, it's it, if you're if you're stuck and you you know you were playing a bunch of scrubs, I think you put Watson in. But like you said, if he's been on your bench and you talked about you know before we came on air, some teams that are rocking and Watson's kind of extra coming back in, you you, you don't mind maybe waiting a week to make sure that he's uh, ready to go at full capacity. Um, but yeah, like if you're playing Robert Woods or something like that, I'm definitely putting Watson exactly. in over him. Uh, you know, if you're playing. Jahan Dotson, I think it's a little bit more of a, you know, could go either way. Uh, I think I Dotson might even go, yeah, I think I might even go Watson there, Dan. Yeah. Uh, Dotson sure hasn't done much so far, uh, though we know what he's capable of from last year, so I, I haven't lost faith. But, uh, yeah, you know, those are the more tough decisions. Uh, Taylor Decker, I believe, is playing for Detroit, the tackle, and then Bakhtiari um, not playing. I believe. Yep. Uh, let's see. I don't see. Yeah, I don't see Decker as an inactive. So I think you're right there. No, he is. Bakhtiari, Bakhtiari got put on injured reserve. Yes. Uh, this afternoon. So. Yes. Uh, that's that's not great news for Jordan Love, but the good news is Jordan Love hasn't had him for the past couple weeks, and he's been all right anyway. So. Any? Do you have any? I don't know if you've had a chance to look at it. Any favorite props or anything? I know people, a lot of people were on Musgraves with the over with the receiving yards. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll throw one out there that um, was a if if you're subscribed to the thirty third team and you're on their Discord, which I definitely recommend if you're um, into prop bets and doing you know like the underdog underdog pickums and things like that. It's absolutely free. And it's like a fire hose of great information and great bets. Uh, one of the ones they were on was uh, uh, Jordan Love, more than 32 um, pass attempts tonight. And I, the, the line has now gone up to 33 and a half. I still think that's a bettable line. Um, he, he was under that the last two, well, a couple times um, against Chicago. They just didn't need to throw it that much. 
and um, against Atlanta, um, Atlanta basically controlled the clock for most of the game. Um, so they they didn't throw much there either because they just didn't possess the ball that much. Um, and then with the Saints, they were definitely uh, having to throw a lot. And I think that Detroit's going to give them enough of a game that uh, Love is going to have to throw a lot. So I like that one. Yeah, I took the over on the pass attempts, uh, tied it in with, uh, this is not financial advice, by the way, tied it in with <laughs> Christian Watson uh, over with the 3.5 receptions and Sam Laporta over 43 and a half receiving yards. That's one of my little parlays that I've got going. I got a few for tonight's game. I find it's an interesting game to um, to play the player uh, props. How do you think the game goes? I think it's going to be a, a close game. Um, I if I have to pick a winner, I think I'm probably going to pick Detroit. Uh, but I don't have any great sense of confidence in that. Um, I think Green Bay is going to play them hard. Um, everybody's been bagging on uh, Jordan Love as, you know, oh, it's an unsustainable touchdown rate. As soon as he comes back down to earth, the Packers are going to suck. Yeah, maybe. But also, he's been playing without Aaron Jones and uh, Christian Watson for most of the season. So I'm not going to... I'm not going to hit on him too hard for uh, you know not having a high enough completion rate or whatever. You know some of the, some of his best uh, sources of completions haven't been in the game. So uh, let's let's just wait and see. Uh, but I'm definitely excuse me. I'm definitely firing up love in a few places. I like I like Green Bay plus two two and a half. Dan, excuse me. <clears throat> I like I like Green Bay at home plus two and a half. I mean um, they're a feisty team. Yeah, I, I I think this is going to be close. It's a divisional rival. I, I kind of like the the two and a half. I mean, you can go either way in this. It's you know, it's I don't think uh, um, you're a fool if you go either way. Guys, check out the FFPC myffpc.com. They have their weekly challenge on right now: thirty-five dollar or a two hundred dollar entry. They have a ten, thirty, and a hundred team contest. Classic or slim formats. No kickers or defense for those who don't like it. Um, yeah, go check it out, guys. MyFFPC.com. Use the code GOAT if you're not already signed up on the site with your first deposit, and you will get a sign-up bonus. Dan, let's get into uh, the rest of the NFL. Some fun games this weekend. Kind of tough for the survivors. Uh, uh, when, when I went to look for my picks, I've got uh, one team left, and I uh, think I'm settling on Philly at home to Washington just with my options, but even that, you know, I don't, I don't like taking those, those division rivalry games uh, and survivor games usually. Yeah, I mean that's I think that's a pretty fair uh, spot to be on, uh, and thank goodness you're even alive and cool. I mean, you, you know carnage, what I did? The carnage has been quite unbelievable so far this season. So uh, there's, a, I, I I suspect I'm not in any survivor pools myself, but uh, I, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about them, and it sounds like uh, most of those survivor pools have, uh, you know, like most of the people are already out so fun time yeah we're down to i think 71 out of 200 in the one that i'm in okay um yeah. but one two things one is i strongly recommend people put their picks in early in the week because then you just start overthinking stuff like i put i had san fran at home to new york last week put it in way early before i even remembered i had put it in i just kind of left it and it, you know it p- paid off nice but you saw that uh, Dallas last week, Jacksonville, uh, Baltimore, you know, some pretty big upsets there. So a lot of the 
like you said, a lot of those survivor pools got crushed last week. The other thing is if you're doing prop beds, have a look at these things early. Uh, a lot of the betting, you know, the lines move a lot. And, you mm-hmm. know, some of the stuff we talked about, then you could have got way lower, you know, with those those overs, over numbers or, or vice versa, because um, those lines move as the information comes in. So if you look at them early in the week and you've got kind of an idea, you know, not a bad idea to, to place those bets a little earlier, you get better, better rates. So let's get into it then justice hill was a huge pickup a few weeks ago practice uh seems like he's back yeah justice hill uh back to practice today um so i think it's going to be a little bit of a mess in baltimore um as far as the uh, backfield rotation yeah gus edward still there and um melvin gordon being uh actually more involved than i thought he might be then yeah uh gordon of course got involved a lot more last week after Gus went out to be checked for a concussion. They just didn't bring him back in. So, um, you know, there's Melvin Gordon could be right back to very few carries, you know, very much a change of pace guy um, if Hill is ready to go and if Gus Edwards is ready to go. But I think, you know, basically what this is telling us is uh, you probably want to start one of these guys under desperate situations only. Uh, you know, if you're run, running back two, is just trash. Uh, you know, one of these guys might be your best option, but I, otherwise, no, I wouldn't. Dan Bip Bip's got some financial advice for you there. <laughs> I don't I don't know where he's getting the seven thousand plus. Uh, I, if if Bip can find me seven thousand people, I'll run the I'll run the pool. <laughs> there you so, go, Bip. I'm putting you in charge of recruiting, and uh, I will run the pool. So we're there doing, you go. We're doing it. Uh, Marcus Williams elevated to full participant. A practice, um, uh, Justice Hill, like we said, limited. What about Bateman, Dan? He didn't practice either on Thursday, and neither did ODB, from what I understand. Yeah, so with Bateman and Beckham out, uh, I think that makes Flowers a much stronger play. I mean, you know, you don't love any players going up against Cleveland defense. Uh, They are legit this year. So it makes it tough to play them, but uh, when all of a sudden you're down to, you know, basically Flowers and Mark Andrews and then – you know, you're throwing in like a Nelson Aguilar or maybe a Devin Duvernay or, you know, players like that. I mean, honestly, I think uh, Aguilar is probably the sneaky play there. If you really need somebody at wide receiver, you're stuck. Uh, you're having to go to the waiver wire. Aguilar is probably the guy because I think he's going to get uh, a lot of routes and a, probably a good number of targets as well. And talk about a fantasy zombie. Yeah. Now, and, and, and again, to be clear, that is not over like a Zay Flowers or a, uh, a Mark Andrews. Uh, definitely, you're playing those guys uh, pretty much regardless. Irv Smith, a uh, little tight end news. I believe he's headed. Uh, he's he's going to be missing this week, I believe. This guy's always injured, Dan. You know he was in Minnesota before, but I believe he didn't practice either. He's headed for uh, injury. Yeah. Yeah, Irv Smith being injured, uh, you know. <laughs> It's like the sun alert, getting alert up. Me, have you heard the news? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That, I, I'm not shocked by this. Um, if you drafted Irv Smith, that was on you, and I'm sorry for you. And better luck next year. And maybe they bring Drew Sample back into the picture, Dan. A little sneaky tight end pickup, or no? Um, yeah, though. Last week they really kind of the the tight end uh, targets got divided up, I guess I would say is the best way to put it. Um, it was Sample, and I'm, I'm blanking on their other guy. But anyway, 
Uh, and there was even a third tight end involved a little bit, but uh, it was it, it was chopped up enough that it's probably not worth getting into. Um, I would rather just go, you know, like grab Donald Parham or uh, Johnny Smith or somebody like that who's probably equally available rather than trying to get into the Cincinnati mess. Adam Schefter reports for the second straight day, the Colts listed QB Anthony Richardson as a full participant in practice, putting him on track to play Sunday versus the Rams. I know, Dan, I've... We've got teams with with AR in tournaments. I've got quite a bit of AR, especially in redraft this year. Um, happy to hear that he's back. Pat Fitzmorris, fantasy points per snap so far this season. Anthony Richardson, 0.46 ahead of Mahomes, Allen, and Hertz. Yeah, without a doubt. Richardson looks great. Um, he's, he's well ahead as a passer of what we thought he might be or feared he might be. Um, so if you if you got Richardson cheap, that's looking like a great buy, uh, a much much better buy than uh, like say a Justin Fields. Jalen Waddle out of the NFL concussion protocol. Dan, they didn't have him for the seventy. Would it have been what 90, 88, 87? I I'm going with ninety if Waddle had been there. Now they were called <laughs> off the dogs at about the same point anyway, but. Um, it, Denver showed no interest in stopping them whatsoever, uh, and so and this is a big division matchup against Buffalo. Uh, so I think Waddle is probably going to be uh, hopefully fairly involved. And by the way, if you're looking for a good buy low on uh, Miami, Waddle's probably the guy. His owner might be a little bit frustrated, so uh, don't don't be afraid to inquire about Waddle. Yeah, and if you're in my leagues and you want to move him, holla, holla at your boy. Uh, Puka Nakua, a lot of Cooper Cup in the news. Sean McVay basically um, saying that the receiver who's dealing with a hamstring will return when eligible week five. He's ramping up his workload, but when you're talking about returning to performance and returning to play, those are two different things, says the head coach. Dan, uh, Puka, I believe, is back this week he was limited in practice uh from his oblique what are your thoughts on the rookie and what are your thoughts on the vet yeah so puka has been he's had that oblique thing going i think since uh right after week one and he's been playing every week there hasn't really been too much mystery about that um and he played really well in week two uh week three was a little bit more coming back to earth um you know this is where you can drop your travis fulgham reference or you know whatever you want to do um so I, I think it's be real interesting to see uh, what Puka does in this last game that we're sure that he's going to be playing and Cooper Cup isn't. Um, so you know Puka looked great for two weeks, a little bit a uh, little bit more human last week. So I, I'm suspecting that the you know what Puka really is is somewhere in the middle of those two. See a question in the chat. We'll get to that uh, before we wrap, we wrap this up. We're not going to do a long one today, boys. We're going to keep it uh, around 30 if we can. Let's go to New York and the running back, Saquon Barkley. I know you mentioned you've got him. Uh, we, we own him in a, a high-stakes league together in Dynasty. Ankle injury, practice Thursday, looking good for the weekend? It's really hard to say. Uh, you know, Honestly, there's a big part of me that hopes that they just hold him out one more week. And yeah. I hope if they do that, I hope we know it uh, before the games kick off on Sunday uh, so that we can take the appropriate evasive action. But basically, if I don't know for sure on Sunday that he's going to play, I'm going to assume that he's not going to play. I'd, re- I'd much rather 
put somebody else in there and take possibly a lesser score than just get a big fat zero at running back. Yeah, Ian Rappaport reported uh, that he was doing individual drills today, which is good, but he's still ways, he's got a yeah. ways to go before he's, uh, you know, like Dan said, fully back. And you want to make sure he is before you slot him in that uh, starting lineup. And like, like I say, I, I really do kind of hope that the Giants hold him out one more week. Um, you know, as I, I would rather see him come back and be for sure ready to go full strength rather than, you know, kind of pushing that ankle and then maybe, you know, it's killing them every week, and it's just, you know, it, it basically drains fantasy points when those guys try to play on an injury that isn't really fully healed and, and then it really can't fully heal. So it just kind of goes on and on usually until the bye week, uh, whenever that happens to be. Wheeler's not happy with the uh, the 30 minutes. He, <laughs> Wheeler, Wheeler, don't you have, don't you have lineups to go, to go set? Too funny. Too funny. Yeah, uh, this this would be our shortest podcast, I think, of all time if we held it. To well, if we can make it happen, we're still we're still going. We're, 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 uh, we're at 26 minutes already. So we were there's hope. I think we're probably going to go 33 or 35. Austin Ank- Eckler uh, dealing with an ankle limited at practice Wednesday. Then I see something today, but I don't know. It's NFL rumors. So I don't I don't know. It says that he's he's out this week. Or do you, do you have any update, Dan, on Eckler playing this week or not? Yeah, again, this is one of those situations where uh, they have a week five bye. So if they hold them out again this week, yeah. then that gives them two more weeks to recover. Yeah. Uh, as much as I want to see Eckler back, uh, I'm probably, as an Eckler manager, hoping that he just sits that one more week and then comes back fully healthy, ready to go in week six. Dan, one running back you and I talked about all offseason, and we have the tickets to prove it. You can go watch uh, the owner's lounge. We put put a trade in for this guy. He's currently fourth in the NFL in rushing. Mr. James Conner uh, dealing with a back limited in practice Wednesday. Is he coming back, Dan? Do you know? I have not heard that he's in danger of missing the game. My guess is that they're just, you know, they're, they're just trying to take it easy on him, load management, that kind of thing. So... Hopefully that's all it is, but it's it's so far from what I've seen, uh, a little bit too early to say either way. And have you heard this? Again, I found this on, on the X machine, Dan. At NSP, Johnny D says, sources tell me the Eagles, Cardinals, and Ravens will be involved in a three-team trade, sending Derek Barnett to the Cardinals, Patrick Queen to the Eagles, and James Conner to the Ravens. Um, I mean, great if it happens. I don't. I haven't heard anything about it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was busy most of today, so I, I have not kept up with the rumors. Yeah, it, it was one of those weird ones. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of by so itself. It, pretty much, like, there's a hundred trades talked about for every trade that actually happens. So True that. And when it comes to, to three ways, and I know Wheeler is our, our resident expert on the, uh, the three-way trade. Um, they just don't happen very often, you know, and they're never quite as satisfying. I understand as uh, as you think they might be. Scott Spratt, he's actually a great follow, guys. At Scott underscore Spratt, make sure you you check him out. He's always dropping some interesting stats. Dan Jerome Ford, running back yards after contact per attempt leaders in twenty twenty three is number two behind McCaffrey. RB broken tackle rate leaders in week three. Jerome Ford, number one at fifty percent with minimum ten attempts. Pretty impressive for the backup running back for the Cleveland Browns, who right now is leading that backfield. Yeah, he looks good, and he's got some pass catching chops too. So I think the split with uh, Kareem Hunt could end up being a little bit different than you know. Everybody wants to just 
say, oh, Kareem Hunt is going back to the hunt role of, you know, previous years and Ford is going to take the chub role, I think it might be a little bit more Ford in the passing game and a little bit more Hunt, uh, you know, just spelling him as a rusher and the occasional uh, target as well. So Mary Kate Cabot reports Brown's Deshaun Watson limited again, but through a bit today, Jerome Ford shoulder upgraded from limited to full. That was three hours ago. So it looks like Ford is going and good chance Deshaun should be playing as well. Yeah, this is a division game. There, Deshaun Watson is absolutely going to go unless there's just no way that he can. Uh, one last tight end end, Tyler Higby, Achilles did not practice. Does he? Do you have any update on that? Um, no update on that. Um, though what I had heard was that uh, McVeigh wasn't super worried about it. So as long as that's still the case, uh, hopefully you're not counting on Higby. Yeah. Uh, if if you are, uh, you know, maybe time to find another, you know, tight end 25 or whatever he's at. Uh, you know, so I, I don't think it's going to be a big loss if he can't go. Just make sure you have a backup option just in case. Yeah, underdog reports 13 minutes ago that, uh, again, he didn't practice today. Okay. Yeah, so maybe a little more concern now. So keeping on that, Dan, we had a couple questions. Uh, let me see here. Uh, here we go. Hog Butcher, would you guys play Montgomery tonight over Ford or Kyron? I don't think I'd play him ahead of Ford. Yeah, and I'm not even sure I would play him ahead of Kyron. Um, I know Kyron had a down game last week, but, I mean, Kyron is getting 100% of that backfield work. And, you, you know, it's tough to not play a guy who's getting that much backfield work and who's getting the targets like he is. Uh, you know, the Cincinnati defense just overwhelmed uh, the Rams this past week. So I I don't feel too bad about having Kyron in my lineup. Um, he is playing Indianapolis, um, you know, who's – they're, they're not the greatest defense in the world. Uh, they're not the worst defense in the world. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably going to keep Kyron in my lineup there over Montgomery and uh, definitely Ford over Montgomery. Yeah, I agree with all of it. Um, Kyron probably first, then Jerome, and then uh, DeMont. Yeah, and, and again, you know, we know that Montgomery is just coming off of thigh bruise, you know, so if you, you know, if it's a close decision at all, I would probably lean towards sitting Montgomery. If it's a, uh, you know, if it's like, well, Montgomery is a better running back, but the fact that I know he's injured makes it close, I would probably still just go with Montgomery. Yeah, if that makes sense. ML uh, pointing out uh, O line is nasty in Cleveland. It definitely is. Uh, Kadarius Tony was a surprise cut in my deep twelve team twenty player redraft PPR league. How much of my thousand dollar fab would you spend on him? Balance team upside only. Don't care about downside. Thanks. I mean, I'm not sure how much you would have to spend on him. Um, most of fantasy land is pretty down on Tony right now. Um, you know, like you might have to spend fifty eight. Ten fifty eight. A good good number. I don't know. It, it might take more than that. Um, I certainly would not spend more than like a uh, hundred and. 50-ish. Ooh. I think you could probably get him for that or less. But, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to be anybody that, you know, like your entire league is going after, uh, like uh, uh, Josh Palmer. Was Josh Palmer, yeah. 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 So, you know, I, I, I think it's going to be a little bit more like, a, you know, a Josh Downs or a, a Gallup. DJ you know, Chark, like Gallup. you know, kind of in that, in that price range. Um, and those guys were going most of the time between, you know, like, 70 and 150 dollars so yeah i, I kind of see that as being the range yeah 
Yeah, I think that's good. 78, 88, if you're not, like, if you're just trying to get them and you're not that caring, if you really want them, I think probably 158, 168 type of, type of bet, maybe. Yeah. Now, I don't, I don't know if this is like an FFPC or an NFFC that he's talking about, in which case he's not available until after the game this week. Uh, you know, so he wouldn't be available until next Wednesday. So his performance uh, on Sunday could definitely influence that one way or another. Um, if it is a league where you can just absolutely make that pickup, uh, you know, later this week before the game is played, a lot of times those second waiver runs are very lightly um, used by most people in their leagues. So uh, you can probably get by for a good bit cheaper if, um, you know, if people aren't paying attention. And guys, real quick, if you listen to this in podcast format, or if you guys even just subscribe to the podcast to support the show, which we really appreciate, you get those downloads going to help us out. But just make sure you're, especially on iTunes, unfortunately, there's still a second feed on there that we're, we're still trying to figure out how that's still there. But one feed is getting an updated show on a regular basis. And the other feed, I think you'll find uh, the last show on there was in May of this year. So if you um, if that's the case, you, you miss the podcast because we've had a, a lot of you reach out to us. I know Dan's had people reach out. I've had people reach out and talk about how they missed the podcast. And uh, we're like, what do you mean? It's still going. So we, we did some investigating. We're still trying to figure this out. But if you if you do want to, like I said, listen to the show in podcast format, support it with the downloads, go find it on your favorite platform. Make sure it's the updated uh, stream. If you are not on iTunes and you see two different Goat District uh, streams, please reach out. Uh, to us and uh, help us out, man. We're just trying to resolve this issue so that you guys can find us easily and smoothly without being too troubled um, when we switch in the background. So we appreciate you guys hanging with us tonight. Hopefully you win all your bets tonight, your parlays, your props, all of the above, your fantasy goodness. Make sure you go set your lineups. And uh, Dan, I think that's it. You good to go? Yeah, yeah, I think we covered it all. Uh, So yeah, looking forward to a good game tonight. Uh, Hope there's a lot of fantasy points going around. All right, Fitzy. Fitzy's on there with his his beard, his sweet shirt, nice peach uh, salmon-colored suit. Go check it out, guys, and uh, smash the like, and we'll check you all later. You know the Pope listens Dynasty our religion For the blokes missing On all of these trades On all of these plays On all of these grades By the end of the day Y'all getting played So what you gonna do next? Try to fill up that flex Send the homie a text That trash off is the best You try to make it complex Then they text you back Now all of a sudden They don't make any sense (laughs) Broaden your horizons, boy Dynasty's not for the Simons, boy Trades not for consignment, boy. Respect your opponent, y'all some piranhas, boy. This my advice from me to you. Open up your cute little podcast queue. Search up G-O-A-T District, my dude. Pop it in your ear, man. Y'all know what to do. It's the... And I always be traded. And I always be traded. And I always be traded. Y'all try to betray them, but first you gotta bait them. Fish, fish, fish.